Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, six weeks of fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, I'm Vince Ferguson. Welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 200. Thank you so much for joining me today. Jamila Holman began her dance career in New York City in 2003. In 2005, Jamila danced at Madison Square Garden for the New York Knicks, and she was chosen to perform in shows in China with John Legend and Paul McCartney. Her training varies in styles from ballet to jazz to tap, hip hop, and African dance. Currently, Jamila tours arenas nationwide as a choreographer and backup dancer with R&B star Lisa Lisa of Lisa Lisa and the Cold Jam. And here today to talk about her career and the upcoming 16th annual dance party in New York City is Jamila Holman. Jamila, how are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you because you are a ball of energy. And, and are you a native New Yorker? I, you know what? I was born in New York, Bronx, New York, and but I was raised in Springfield, Massachusetts. But I moved back to New York um, when I started dancing professionally. Uh, yeah. Ah, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. So where did you learn uh, dancing? Where did you go to school for dance? So I went to school for dance actually in Springfield, Massachusetts, but my dance instructor um, was a principal dancer to Frank Hatchett, who is a huge New York City choreographer and dancer. Um, but he is actually from Springfield, Mass too, but he got his start in New York City. So all throughout my life, I would travel, even after moving out of New York, I would travel back and forth to New York to also train as well um, with Frank Hatchett. And many mm. people may recognize his name in the dance world. So yeah. Definitely. Now, when did yeah. you know that you wanted to be a professional dancer? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, you know, I guess when I was a teenager and I was choosing dance over parties, you know, in school, I mean, that, I think that was like more the deciding factor where I knew dance was more serious in my life, where I would rather be at the dance studio training, you know, than partying with friends. And, and I know a lot of people in my circle, like, that was the thing. It's like, well, come out, we're going out to party. And I'm like, oh, I have dance class or I have a rehearsal, you know. And from there, that's what I knew I was serious about this. Wow. And did you have other yes. role models uh, that was dancing at that time as well? Or you just you? No, you know, it was a few of us girls. So I wasn't alone. So that really helps when you have other peers that are on the same kind of wavelength as you. So you don't feel as left out. You know, I'm sure it would have been harder if like all of my friends were like going yeah. to parties and I'm just stuck in desk house. But it was uh, having just like a core circle, um, which is so important, kind of helped me, you know, stay the course, which is yeah. good. Yeah, but now yeah. What, what do you like most about being a professional dancer? What is it that really stands out above the rest? Uh, dancing in general just gives me this type of freedom and this confidence and this just, there, there may not even be a real word for it. It's just this, this innate feeling that comes when I'm just moving um, and dancing that made me continue to just do it. Like that's what holds me to dance. It's, it's the feeling because like anything in the entertainment world, the politics of it all and 
you're getting a lot of no's at auditions and there's a lot of things that can make you just strive to be like this is too hard yes. without having that love that just comes from something other than the business part so it's like just what dance provides for my spirit spirit is what keeps me going wow yeah. so you have experienced no's in your life when it comes to oh, a, a lot of no's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really. Yes, yes. Audition for things and all. Yeah, yeah. A lot of no's. I asked because I know that you performed in China with John Legend, Paul McCartney. Mm -hmm. I mean, big mm -hmm. names. You don't just yes. get there if you're average. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you don't. You know, and, and it's 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 one of those things where. You know, you, you can't always get a yes. Like everything is not always for you. And and knowing and accepting that it's okay and there's nothing wrong with you because you have other things that are for you. So when I do get those no's, it's always like, well, there's a better door that I need to be going into. And this wasn't my my door, mm. you know? And that's how I take a look at it because it's like when you do a lot of things and then you go out for something and you may not get the answer that you want, it, it may be because it's not where your life is supposed to lead you. And that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're good with that. That's fine. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to be good with it because it's like other things will happen. Life move on, moves on. Other doors will open. And you just, I always, I'm, I'm such a go-getter. I'm always like, you know, well, where's, where's the next thing? What's, the, what's happening next? You know, even with me getting the Knicks, that was on a whim. Like I, I didn't even know there was a basketball dance team at the time when, I applied to, I mean, when I auditioned for the Knicks, I just, I went to a basketball game and I saw the dancers, it was like my first professional basketball game I went to, and it was in Philadelphia and I saw their dancers. And I was like, I can do this. Cause I was already dancing. And I was like, I wonder if New York has this, you know, and I'm in college already. Yes. And I saw they did. So I saw the auditions and just went on a limb and just went there and just went for it. And ended up getting it. It was just, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that must have opened up other doors, being a Knicks dancer as well. Um, yeah, it did. It opened, I mean, that's that's how I, I, you know, got introduced with John Legend and Paul McCartney and, and going to China. It was all, it was all during um, my Knicks City dancer years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, what is it about dance that attracts you, let's say, spiritually? Um... <laughs> Because dance, the use of your body in ways that you don't normally use it, as in like walking, sleeping, sitting, you know, um, it, it, it has this, I don't know, effect because you have to first train your body. You have to then meditate to stretch your body. Not all these things are comfortable um, if you're a dancer or even in fitness like all you know lifting weights all of that it's not fully comfortable so you have to go into this other place in your mind um and and i think of it as going kind of outside of your body to do these different tasks um i hope i don't sound crazy but yeah um, going outside <laughs> your body to do these different tasks to to train your body to to do what it is that you need it to do you know, like dance is, it's not natural for, well, certain types of dances are not natural for everybody. It takes a training period to do, and, and it takes you to have this kind of mental capacity and this kind of um, going, like I said, leaving outside of the body and going deeper into your mind to get those things done. Yes, yes, very, very well put. Yes. But yeah. what does it take 
to be a professional dancer? Oh, it takes determination. Um, it takes confidence. Um, and it takes uh, being, it takes getting to really know who you are so you don't get discouraged uh, really easily. Um, because it can be discouraging. Like I said, when you get a lot of notes, when you've trained a lot, and when you, something that you want to go for, it can get discouraging. And, and it's like you have to get a knowledge of self and get a deep understanding of self. Um, for me, it takes always reading affirmations of reminding myself who I am and whose I am. And, mm. um, yeah, um, it takes a lot of this mental practice to be in the entertainment world, I think, in general. Um, because the world definitely now with social media and everything going on, it can really drown you into a type of um, not knowing your worth or not remembering your worth or your value because you're always looking at somebody else's and it's like, that's not what you need to do. So those three things are the main things. And it takes, um, it takes practice and training, of course, to be professional. Yeah. It takes lots of training and it takes training in all different um genres of dance and and training with all different types of people because personalities and the way people teach are all different and that can hone your skill a lot more when you are introduced to different um trainers um who teach in different kind of styles yes yes yeah. I, I understand it's also very competitive to be a dancer it is it is it is yeah there's thousands and thousands of us and yes <laughs> Wow. It's very competitive. It's very, oh. very competitive. How do you stand yeah. out above the rest? How do you stand out as a professional dancer? And that's what that's one of the things of knowing yourself because you have to bring your personality. You can't try to be like someone else or try to try because people who casting directors can see when you're not being authentic, when you're trying too hard. And no mm. one likes a dancer that looks like they're trying to or they're not being like there's something about that that you see because when you dance, there's an energy that exudes out from you. It's not just like movement, but it's also like an other energy. And if it's not authentic, it shows. Yes. And most people don't like that. So they, so bringing yourself and knowing that you bringing yourself is good enough. And whether if it's what they're looking for, or what they're not, it's still you. Um, yeah. So remembering that is that's what's kept me uh, getting booked in different things. It's just me just being me it's like this is this is what i do this is who i am this is how i do it and i hope you like it <laughs> so i can put the job but if you don't then you know i know i must move on but yeah wow and do you have an agent jamila i don't i don't have an agent everything wow. that i've booked um i've gotten through knowing other people or mm. knowing that there was an audition and just going and going to it um, so, yeah, so I've always kept my 20%. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, yes. We'll talk more about that later. But now, yeah. speaking of dance, there's a huge event coming up in May. Yes. Talk about that. I'm excited. Yes. yes, I am excited. We are back outside after the two years of the world going upside down. Um, the 16th annual dance parade. This is actually my eighth year being a part of dance parade. Um, you know, eight years ago, I, w I wanted to get myself into something. I wanted to volunteer and be a part of something that 
you know, had something to do with the, what I love and what I've been doing. And I discovered Dance Parade. I never even knew about it living in New York City. And um, I jumped right in. And now I am the festival production lead, um, putting on the festival at the Dance Parade. Um, so the parade is like fully a full parade going from 21st Street all the way down to Tompkins Square Park. Um, and Tompkins Square Park is where the festival happens. Um, and we have five different stages. Um, of performances. We have a main stage that will have our grand marshals that are represented, um, like Ballet Hispanico and Heidi Lasky. And um, we have another family stage. We have a lot of different studios all throughout the city um, that come and perform. They bring their kids, their kid performers. Um, and then we have a social dance stage where we're literally having a party in the park. Like, think of like a nightclub, but like right there in the park. The best DJs, our Grand Marshal DJ, Medina, Rich Medina is going to be one of the DJs spinning. Um, and it's just a party in that section of the park. Um, and then all throughout the park, we have site-specific performers where you'll see all different cultures and genres of dance just all around you. You walk into Tompkins Top Square Park and it's literally another world. You, you're seeing dances from all, all over the world, costumes from all over the world. And just it's just a fully fun day. Wow, it sounds like yeah. a huge party. It is. It's a huge party. And I forgot we have a teaching dance stage. So we're having a lot of great instructors out here in NYC, and you can learn to dance. You can learn different classes from, from tango we have this year. You can tango dance, um, salsa, yes, Afro jazz, um, yeah. so many different so many different genres of dance. And you can take a 30-minute class and just learn a different style and just have a ball. So wow. while there's dancing all around, you can also learn how to dance. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should come up and show up myself, right? You should show up, yes, yes. And there's music all throughout the park the whole day. It's such a fun day. It's such a fun day. Is it totally free for the public? It is totally free. Everything is totally free. You just walk into the park and walk into this whole world of dance. Wow. Well, who are the, yes. spons who are the sponsors? So we have um, many sponsors and many people who just love dance that contribute um, to just making sure this takes off. And we, we, sign, we get grants from the city and artist grants. And that's kind of how this works. Um, okay. I mean, we're still trying to pull big sponsors, you know, because this is a, this is a nonprofit organization. So uh -huh. we rely on, yes, we rely on the public and we rely on people who just love the arts and love to keep the arts alive. Um, and Desperate also does a community engagement program where we take a lot of the performers that we have, the groups, they will go into different schools throughout the city and teach the kids how to dance as well. So we have so many different programs that it's just not this parade, but all throughout the year, we're hiring instructors to go to schools to teach. So it's a, it's a full um, operation of just keeping dance alive and, and, and spreading the joy and love of dance. Right, so you guys are busy throughout, throughout the whole year. Yes, correct. Yeah. And just May is just our big day. Yes. Yes, yes. I mean, and this has been going on for 16 years. 16 years, yes. And this is actually, you said, the biggest, the largest dance parade, you know, in New York City. It is. In New York City, there is no other. Yes. Ah, but see, I've never even heard of it. And I've been in I New York City a long time. So I know. Yes. Crazy. 
Yeah, it is. it's really amazing. I mean, we're still, you know, it's growing, it's growing and continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow. Um, and we're just trying to spread the word as much as possible because it's such a fabulous day. It is. Now, what is the yeah. goal of the dance parade? What's the goal? What are you guys trying to achieve? Um, well, it started with the cabaret law. It started, that's how um, Greg Miller, who was the director in, in the start of, of Dance Parade, he started because of the cabaret law that was in New York City where they stopped dancing at different nightclubs, like they had to get a license and it was this whole big thing in which that law, I, I believe it just recently, maybe the last two years or something, they finally like got rid of that law. But, but Dance Parade was a fight against not being able to social dance just where you could before. And so it was a it was a protest against that. So that was why Dance Parade actually really formed. And then it turned into, I for me, it turned into this, this avenue of bringing cultures together and bringing communities together um, that share this common love, you know? Um, and when you go to the parade and you go to the park, you see every different color and culture all around just in so much joy and happiness and in today's climate in the world that's something that we need constantly and seeing that dance can do that like it you know dance can just bring everybody together and that's what dance parade does and, it, and it's such a beautiful sight oh yes it does and dance can bring yeah. like you said multitudes of people from all diaspora the full diaspora together yes. you know yes but coming yeah. from the fitness perspective of the fitness world I, mm -hmm. Dance is a great way to move and burn some calories, isn't it? It is, sure is. It is the best wow. way. It's a full body dance. is a full body workout. Yes, you know, it's you're you're targeting every single muscle. Exactly, <laughs> like your fingertips to your toes. Yes, <laughs> to my toes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Yeah, and, and you said the the creator, his name is Greg. What's his name? Did Greg Miller. Greg, Greg Miller. Greg Miller. It was, it was mm -hmm. his, uh, his baby, his, his idea. Yes, his baby, his idea, yep, as a protest to the cabaret law, yep. Wow, crazy. but I hear you're gonna have, what, what's it called, the New York uh, police dance or something like that going on? Oh, so we have NYPD, so yes, New York, so what happens during the parades, because we want everybody dancing, so we yeah. have NYPD, <laughs> New York yeah. um, City dance for police. So um, it's not the actual police, these are volunteers that come together it's a group and what we do they give out tickets to people that are not dancing so if really? you're not moving your body while we're on the route of the parade you get a ticket. and the ticket has the ticket has coupons for you to take dance classes at different studios um to come to our after party after the dance parade so you know it's, it, the ticket is more of an invitation for you to get your body moving and dancing you can give me a ticket if I'm not moving. What? Yeah, you get a ticket if you're not moving because this is the dance parade. So no walking, dancing. Really? This is dancing crazy. Down the street. But this yes. is great. I really want to. I really want to promote this because it's exciting. Yeah. It's going to it be a lot of exciting. fun. Now, is there like a rain date if the weather is bad or you just dance? No, out? we are there rain or shine. 2018 was wow. a rainy, rainy day and you had dancers still going down and just tap dancing. And, you know, there was a Bolivian group with their costumes and just dancing in the rain. People were still just dancing even in the rain. So this is a rain or shiny event. <laughs> we want sunshine. Everybody, yes. please manifest sunshine. But if it rains, rains, rain does not stop us from dancing. Wow. It just adds an extra flair. 
Yes, <laughs> I, I hear you. Oh my goodness. And your job as lead producer, you're actually producing this entire event? No, the festival. So there's 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 a there's a collection of people that that bring this whole event on. There's, there's a lot of moving parts and even pieces. So no one is actually doing it alone. Um, we all have teams. There's a team that handles just the parade portion with the floats, and there's a full team that handles the festival with all the stages and stuff. I'm the production lead, but I have a full team that's behind me that's supportive. That I could not do this alone at all. So um, I can't take the credit. It's in the process. Major <laughs> Production though. I really yeah. like it. I really truly love it. And I know it takes a lot of work to put something like this on annually. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes, it does. Got yes, it, it does. So Lots I, of Zoom meetings and spreadsheets. Yeah. Zoom <laughs> meetings. And it, it must Love have been it. it must have been hard to do it the last couple of years though, because you had to do it on Zoom, right? We did. We had to do it virtually. But I mean it it was it was not as difficult and it was just different i wouldn't say it was difficult it was just different okay. and i enjoyed the creativity that a lot of these artists came forth with now they added video production with their performance dance because we were showing it live so it had an extra element of artistry which was beautiful to see too so you know even though we couldn't be outside and we couldn't all be together um the arts is just so creative and people are just so creative that you know, you just, you go with it and you just make the best of it. And that's what happened. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know you also yourself perform with Lisa Lisa and Nicole Jam. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm very familiar Lisa. with them. Yeah. How was yeah. that experience? Oh, it's great. Um, you know, it's just Lisa Lisa, no cold jam. So um, oh, no cold jam, just Lisa Lisa. No, just Lisa Lisa. Yeah. Um, and I've been with her for about ooh, 14 years. Really? Um, yeah, really? choreography, yeah, choreographer and dancer. And um, yeah, it's she's the most amazing artist in person and like she's family. Um, it, it's been, and I got into it from my hip hop instructor used to choreograph for her. And he, ooh. you know, I danced with Lisa when actually when I was 11 at first. Um, oh. Yeah. Really? And wow. then, and then right after the Knicks, um, you know, he called me and he's like, he was going to a different avenue and he's like, she needs, you know, dancing yes. better. And I was like, I'm here for it, you know, and wow. jumped right in. And um, yeah, it wow. been you, ever since. And you tour across the country, across uh, over the world? Yeah, we tour across the country mainly. Um, just yeah. Across, yeah, across the US mainly. Hopefully soon we'll be getting out in the world. But you know, now these COVID day, things are still kind of getting back yeah into a role with you know live shows and everything but yeah i'm still on tour um, most weekends i'm away we're always in california a lot to show she's now with um snoop dog arm snoop dog's army so we do a lot of shows in california now really yeah, wow. yeah. how exciting is that oh my goodness yes. you yes. are too much now anything <laughs> else yeah you, uh, anything else you'd like to share with my audience about um the the parade the date, the time. So yes, of so yes, so yes, May twenty first. Be there. The parade starts at one, and then it goes all the way down to three o'clock to Thompson Square Park, where we have the festival, where you see performances all around the world. Come and just celebrate dance and just life and love and 
and see the passion that everybody just has for for dance. It's a beautiful sight to see. Oh man, it's going to be powerful. Mark your calendars. It's going to oh, be powerful. Definitely. I mean, I yeah. can't get behind this enough because again, it's about movement, excitement, yes. energy, love coming together, yes. all the above. But now, could you um, share how we can find out more about Jamila Holman and the Dance Parade? Well, you can go right onto danceparade.org and you can find all the information you need about Dance Parade. You can sign up to even be a volunteer. We are still looking for people. If they want to volunteer the day of, you know, the more the merrier. You can, um, we'll, we'll be having, um, you can sign up right on the website. So if you go to danceparade.org, if you want to still be a volunteer day of, nice. please do that. If you want to just come and just be a spectator, we just want to invite as many people as we can. We're outside, we're safe. It's, it's, and it's going to be an amazing event. Wow. How can we find out more about you? Yeah. Find out about me? Well, I, I will, I'm there on the dancepray.org site, or you can follow me on Instagram at <laughs> Miss Jam, M-S-J-A-M, and the number eight on Instagram. Um, that's the best way to follow me right now. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Yes. Well, Jamila Holman, on behalf of my organization, Body Scope of New York, and six weeks of fitness. I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This was very lovely. You were great. And to my listeners and my viewers, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring that you will continue tuning in to my six weeks of fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them in the comment section below or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, we don't stop, ex we don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising.